What's up, everyone? This is the Isaiah McKenzie Show at golongtd.com. Probably the most anticipated of all of the Isaiah McKenzie shows um, for reasons everybody knows, Isaiah. Man, first of all, it's great to see you. Uh, we, we've, we've taken a few weeks off. A lot's happened um, these past three, four weeks, to to put it lightly. But, um, <laughs> man, like – how. How's life? How was Christmas? I don't know if anybody on the team had a better Christmas than Isaiah McKenzie. No, not yet. I mean, well, not, not yet. Well, not at all, actually. It was pretty, it was pretty fun, though, you know? Yeah. From Friday, I went to, um, I think it's the Tim's house, right? <coughs> Sorry. The Tim's family's house. Um, went there on Friday, went to the game, um, went to the, went to, She's in Providence on Saturday. What's the game on Sunday? I'm saying so. We'll get into that a little bit in a, in yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I mean, first thing, I mean, your world has got to just be blowing up. I, I can't imagine what it's like, you know, when you get when you so when you get back to the locker room and you're looking at your phone. I mean, how many texts, how many calls, just how crazy has your life been these last 72 hours or so? Um, it's been crazy, you know what I'm saying? A couple of interviews here and there, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, social media type stuff. But uh, it's, I feel like it's, it was normal for me because I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've done something before to make that happen, like last year against the Dolphins. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? I get that one opportunity a year to perform. <laughs> back to so. the bench. We got we to gotta send you <laughs> back to the bench. Enough is enough, Isaiah. Get the hell out of here. I got to take advantage of that one opportunity I get, you know? Man, it is crazy. I mean, so for people who have been listening, I mean, this is this is our seventh episode of 10. So we scheduled 10. So that break was actually kind of perfect because obviously you guys are going to be in the playoffs. You hope go far. We can stretch it into the postseason. But uh, a theme That's on this awesome. show has been, you know, you're a, a minimum wage player, right? Just running yep. your ragged in practice. You know, you bear, you know, running around on these jet sweeps, being a decoy. You've just been, di- you've been dying to do what you did Sunday. Eleven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Um, 33-21 win. You guys now control your destiny in the division. Everybody's thinking Super Bowl again here in Western New York, and a huge reason why is uh, the man you see right here, Isaiah. So it's like, I mean, in, in your mind, is it was was this bound to happen? Like, did you know this was in you? Uh, I can't imagine what that weight has been like. And, and it wasn't just the weight. I mean, we're going to get into it all. You yeah. were benched. You, you were you were pushed to the fringes, to the brink, to the cliff of the mm-hmm. NFL once again. I just felt like it was, um, I don't know, a wake-up call. You know, for me, it was just like a wake-up call. It's just like, it's either I get off this bench or I'm still on this bench. And I know I shouldn't have been on the bench, so I had to, prove myself by getting off of it. And that was what Sunday helped me, you know, Sunday helped that out a little bit. And I'm pretty sure he got a lot of antennas up and, you know, it's it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna get interesting these next few weeks. And I'm not saying that I want, you know, to take somebody's job, or, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just need a little bit more, a little bit more time on the field, you know? It's a little bit more time, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more on the other side of the ball, instead of just, I mean, on the other side of the line of scrimmage, instead of just jet sweeps. I'm saying now you can see I can run routes, catch the ball and whatnot. So I just think a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit more. You're showing this stuff in practice though, right? I mean, I think yeah. everybody, the natural reaction when you see a game like this is 
where has Isaiah McKenzie been all season long? Like, why hasn't he gotten this opportunity? You don't, I mean, this is absurd. You, you don't, you don't see a player, you know, not be involved in the offense all season, um, get benched. Yeah. I think everybody was wondering, are you going to get cut any hour on the hour? And then boom, all of a sudden in the most important game of the season, maybe of the generation in the regular season, you are the go-to guy. How did you get, how does it go from point A to point B? How do you even compute all of that? Um, I don't even know how to put it into, yeah, I don't even know how to compute it. But um, I would say like, I don't know, getting benched, I'm saying not dressing for, and it was frustrating. Don't get me wrong, it was, it was frustrating. You know, we spoke about it. It was, it was pretty frustrating to be, be on the bench when I know like, okay, one mistake, I get it. I understand you know what I'm saying. I know that's not support. That's how, that's not, that's not how we play football, especially in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? We want to protect the ball. We want to not, we want to make minimum, minimal mistakes, but it happens, you know, it happened to me. So like I said, I took it with a grain of salt when, you know, when I did get benched and it's just like, I knew I had to eventually when I get my opportunity. And a lot of people said a lot of, the thing is, a lot of players were like, oh, when you get your opportunity again, just, you know, show them, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, it shouldn't be like that because I shouldn't be here in the first place. I'm saying, I shouldn't be on the bench in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I should have an opportunity to make up for it. So I never, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, I waited game after game. It's just like, okay, well, and then I got back on the Bucks game. I did, you know, play here and there. Got probably 10 snaps. You know, not my usual, but it was like, I, I, I know that I needed more to prove. I had more to prove. And this game came along and it was a great opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It was sad to see B's go out and then Gabe at the end of the week. I was like, wow. And things just, you know, shook in place. And I just had to, you know, like I told everybody else when I was doing the media, I just had to step up. So that's what I kind of did. And the most, like you said, the most important game, you know what I'm saying, that we needed this year, you know what I'm saying, especially after we lost it the first time. So it was just, I don't know. I battled the ups and downs and weathered the storm, you know. I think it what's the what's the number, Isaiah? Is it like uh that was your first fumble in 131 touches, I believe? Yeah, it was 131 touches in my first one. Yeah. And I was just like it might be, I mean, I guess you, you never know. You never know what people are thinking, you know? I just I felt like day, okay. How does that go down? I mean, we did a show right after that game, right? I mean, you were gracious enough to show up in Misters. We talked about that Colts loss. You talked about the fumble. Um, you, you hung around, talked to the fans there for God knows how long, which is unbelievably appreciated, appreciative um, for that. But how, how does it go down the next? I think it would have been the next day, right? Sean McDermott's telling you that oh, yeah. you're yeah. going to be benched. I, I, how yeah. does something like that go down? What's running through your mind? Well, he put me in the office, and well, he called, I was driving to the facility. He texted me, said, "Hey, when you get to the facility, you come to my office." I was like, "I'm here." He was like, "And I, I found him." Um, I was walking through, and he was coming out of his office, and then we just went back in. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna sit. I'm gonna sit you down this week." You know, and he gave me my, the reasons and things like that. And I just said, "Okay, I understand." And then um, I gave him no feedback. You know what I'm saying? Because I understood. And he, he gave me the reasoning. And I said, I respect it. I understand. Yes, sir. I'm going on about my day. And I say that that whole week, I was just like, in a, in like, I don't even know. I was in three different worlds. I was like mad, understanding, 
like frustrated and then the whole week and like, um, and then people ask me questions, are you playing? And they find out I wasn't playing, find out I wasn't even in the office of game plan. So I was like, I'm not playing at all. And then the next week really got to me when we played, it was the Saints and then we played, we played the next week. Was it the Patriots? Patriots, right. Yeah, the Patriots. Other. And I was like, I was just like, God, I'm not playing. I was like, I hope this doesn't go on for the whole season. I'm gonna be sick. But um, but yeah, it was like three days in that week of the Patriots week. I was like, like going through it. I'm in my head. I'm in my own head at this point. And and I, and like I never get like that. But I'm like, is is this it? Like, is there another chance? Is there an opportunity somewhere? Blah blah blah. And and I didn't wish down. I didn't wish you know bad upon somebody getting COVID like bees or Gabe and. How this played out is just like it played out. I mean, I didn't, you know, pray for that to happen to them or anything like that. I was just waiting on my chance, you know, and it just so happened to be like that. And like, I don't know. So it's like I said, for three days, I was just like thinking, like, yeah. is this it? It was like, and I was, I was, I was really upset because I'm like, the Pro Bowl is right around the corner, and I was right, like, right. That no, Titans I, touchdown stands. It's a different <laughs> conversation, right? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a different conversation. But at the same time, I still had the numbers. And it's, yeah. it's a popularity contest. And I'm pretty sure I was getting popular around the league. Like, you know what I'm saying? Good returner, good returner. You know what I'm saying? Every coach I talked to, you know, before or after the game, is like, yeah, you're a hell of a returner. You know what I'm saying? Keep the ball away from you. But I'm just, you know, I'm just saying things like that. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I can take that until, you know, when it comes to Pro Bowl times, like, hey, a lot of people, a lot of coaches, they vote and then, Fans vote. I'm pretty sure they make the right decision, but um, it happened that way. So I was just kind of that was I was bummed about that too. So it was a lot of things I was thinking about that went in my head. It was just a lot of things I was like, "Is this it? Is this how this yeah. is gonna be? Oh, for this one football, I think my career is not career, but like this season's over for me. That's how I thought about it, and you know what I'm saying. I was just like, ah, can't be. You know what I'm saying, but I kept my head up. I still practice. I still practice hard. I still came in with a smile. I still talk smack to everybody. Just I, I played it off well. I think I played it off well. I did. A, I feel like I did a good job. Played it off. I mean, you played it off, but um, <laughs> mentally, you know, in those in those yeah, moments when you're alone, was it was it tough to deal with? You've you've been in that dark place kind of before. You know, in Denver, we've talked about it here. Um, I imagine that you could your mind could wander to some not good places at that moment yeah, I, like it was like i said it was like three days i because I, I can't i can't forget it it's just so recent it's like i couldn't sleep i was in having headaches thinking about stuff i'm like i was going in and out of sleep you know saying when i go to the facility i'll be like i try to be fine like i'll talk to everybody and then like when meetings came and we do walkthroughs and stuff and i see i'm not in there like i'm just like out of it you know saying? i go to the restroom hang out in there for a couple minutes I'm like man this can't like this can't be it and I'll come back out refresh just try to keep my mind off of it like yeah I'm not playing and I see everybody else playing it it, it hurts saying and like it hurts because I'm so used to playing it's like okay well I guess I gotta just take a step back and then after a while well after those three days and after a while after the Patriots game and then the next week came and I heard I was playing well, yeah, they told me I was playing. I was just like, okay. But in my mind, I'm like, I want to be the returner. I don't like, because I'm not, a, I'm not, a, to be honest, I, like, I don't always, I know, like, I know 
on offense, I know who gets the ball. I know who who, who needs the ball before I get the ball. Before I, who's first priority? You know what I'm saying? You got Diggs, you got E, you got Bs. You know what I'm saying? You even got Gabe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got those guys that got to get the ball. I get it. I understand it. Respect it. And you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But as a returner, I'm like, those are my those are my opportunities where I get the ball. So I know I'm going to get the ball. There's nobody else getting the ball but me, you know? So that's where I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because me playing on offense, I mean, when you see in the Bucks game, I got, what, 10 plays? And I think I got I got one ball. It's kinda, I, it was kind of like, it's kind of like how you know, last year went, but a little bit more opportunities last year, you know, because we were, we were rolling, you know, this year was a little up and down. So we were trying to figure things out. So I get it. But it's just like that Bucks game, I got one, I got 10 plays and one ball. So I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, my confidence is not low. It's not a confidence booster. Like I get, I, it is what it is. But then it was just like, okay, I just got to practice and hopefully I get more opportunities. And somebody, I mean, somebody, I I can see not sleeping when I'm Isaiah McKenzie, when you, I mean, you know, like, so 11 for 125 isn't a surprise to you because you know how good you are. You know that if you're thrown into that situation, at wide receiver and Josh Allen is targeting you 12 times and you're a part of the game plan. I mean, you're probably the only person on the face of the earth that knows that that, that could happen. So yes. when you're in that moment I, at night, I mean, it's, it's gotta be driving you insane. I actually, in, uh, in one of the interviews, it was, uh, they asked, um, it was uh, it was a question where he, the guy asked, um, what did he say? He said, like, what, why, what makes you so confident that you can do, like, the things you say you can do? Like, because obviously I talk a lot of trash. So it's like, what makes you so confident to talk to the guys and, Make you think like you can go out there and perform well when you haven't done it. Basically, when you haven't, when I haven't done it yet. This was after this game. Well, this is after the game, but he was just talking about in the past tense before I did that, before Sunday. And I was just like, well, I I do it in practice. I do it in practice. I mean, I talk a lot of smack, but I know I can do it. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, he was like, yeah, well, we know you can do it now. He's just like, he's like, you know, you can do it now. And he's just like, like, do you continue to talk trash? I was like, listen, I was like. Now that I've talked trash and I've done it, I let everybody else speak on it. Because yeah. I don't have to talk trash anymore because I said what I, I said what I was capable of doing. And then I went, and, I went and did it. Now I just let everybody else speak for it. I don't even have to speak about it anymore. I can just move on from it. You know what I'm well, I thought so, you did that against Miami last year. But, you well, know, yeah. It took, yeah, I mean, it took a calendar I mean, year to get back to this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I was making a joke to the guys. I'm like, yeah, I want to get one opportunity a year. So I just had to make the best. Of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, because I was like, it's the Dolphins game last year and then this game yeah. this year. So I was just like, yeah, I want to get one opportunity. So, you know, hey, I had to take advantage somehow. But I mean, honest, I, I, I did. I mean, this is me talking, Isaiah. But like, I felt, I felt like that fumble. Okay. Maybe there was, you know, you could, you could, you could nitpick and say, oh, maybe he misread a ball here or this happened there. But that felt like being back in high school basketball and turning the ball over and you're sent to the bench, you know, yeah. like you felt, I mean, it looked like they were making you a scapegoat for this, this blowout game. <clears throat> you know, Jonathan Taylor is, is running for a million yards and a million touchdowns. And what's the, uh, what's the big move? It's bench Isaiah McKenzie. I don't know. I thought it was a little ridiculous. I thought it was a little extreme. 
And um, I'm surprised you're able to stay measured then. I'm pretty sure you weren't the only one that felt that way, you know? I'm pretty, like, it was probably people madder than I was, you know? But the thing is, like I said, I take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is, you know? And eventually, something happens. Either it was my fault or it wasn't my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, just saying, this, this. It was a freak thing, right? During the season, at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying, was it was Isaiah the problem or was he not the problem? Well, you just you find out eventually, you know. So. so when you get to that week, then and and all the shits hitting the fan. I mean, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, bang, bang. All of a sudden, you kind of realize, holy cow, I might finally get that opportunity I've been dying for. Um, how does so, how does that come to fruition like internally with the game plan with the offense like how is it is it sudden is it gradual when did you know this could be your time to shine I, mean, I had no idea I had no idea really? I just, so during the week uh, bees had got bees had got COVID he told me I was in the parking lot walking to the facility and he was in his car and he was like yo he got me I'm like they got you and he was like yeah it got tested positive I'm like oh so I'm like Damn. So I didn't know how, like, false positive, false negative. I ain't, to be honest, I ain't even jumped to, like, oh, I'm going to be playing. And I was kind of like, like, what's going to happen? And I, I knew we had E, Diggs, and Gabe, and all, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got to play. So maybe this opens up our opportunity for Gabe, you know what I'm saying? Gabe to play more because, you know what I'm saying, he's been showing that he can play more. So maybe I still got to take the back seat. Yeah, I mean, I'm busy's backup. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? We got guys before me that has, you know what I'm saying? So, so that happened. And during the week, you know what I'm saying? We just, everybody was filling in roles. So like me and he was in the slot and Gabe and, uh, Gabe and Diggs were outside and everybody was you know, moving around, you know, and just trying to fill in spots here and there. And then bam, later that week, Gabe got COVID. So then it was just like, hey, uh, I'm next. <laughs> I'm next in line if y'all need, you know, if, if, if I'm saying, it's there, I'm, I'm next, you know, like, there's no more rotating guys and putting guys in certain, it's Diggs, Isaiah, and Gabe. Oh, no, Diggs, Isaiah, E, that's it. And then you got, we brought up Isaiah Hodgins, and then uh, we had uh, Kumaro. So it's just like, okay, well, that's not position open. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. Hey, no choice. But um, yeah, but like that's like when that happened, I'm like, and they called me and say, hey, we're just gonna roll. Say we're gonna you you're doing everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're in the slot, you you run it, you're rolling. So I said, All right, cool. Um I'm I'm fine with that. And was, and during the week I just I just played it cool. I just like did my just Played it cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, you know, just I was myself, nothing changed. I was still talking smack, whatnot, whatnot. But where it really got, where it really got crazy was, uh, it was, yeah, Sunday uh, pregame. I'm just warming up, warming up. And I'm like, it really hit me. I was like, oh shit, I got to play 60 to 70 plays. <laughs> so I'm catching the ball. I'm like, whoa! Like this is, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna go two wide receivers right now, or we're gonna go really half. I'm not sure. But when things start, when the game started rolling, and I 
first drive, I caught the first down, and then I caught the touchdown. And then I was like, because in my mind, in my mind, I'm like, I know I can, I know I can play. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hoping that he just roll it, just roll it, just roll the plays on that. Just, just call him, call him like if Bees was in there. And I was, yeah. I was thinking the whole time, like, he's calling like if Bees was in there. He was calling the plays. And I was like, yep, it's going to be a good day. And then on the sideline, I was just quiet. And then Deion Dawkins asked me, I said, what's wrong? This was like after, this was like in the first quarter, I Second, second quarter, I was just like in my own zone. And then after halftime, that's when everything just turned up. Yeah. It went like on a four catching spree. I was just, I was in there. So I was just like in the zone. And then, yeah, but once I got hot, I was like, I hope it's, I hope Josh don't stop throwing me this ball. I was going to say, are these, is this Josh Allen, like, you know, Targeting, looking for you. Are these plays that are called for you? Are you like the featured option in the player? How does that kind of go down on those twelve targets? So on those uh, on on a touchdown play, he was he was reading it, and he found me in the back of the end zone. Um, the third down, shallow before that was he was reading it. So all, all of them reads, all of them reads. But yeah. those checkdowns, the diagonal checkdowns, he was checking. He was like, hey. If they if they get out fast, I'm giving you the ball. So I was getting out, was getting the ball, and then um, after a while, you know, what I'm saying? obviously they were playing a little bit of zone, and they were playing a lot of man to man, and it was like, hey, beat man to man. So, and I, all I was thinking was like, shit, I'm just about to run. <coughs> Sorry, and the cough is just like, I tell hey, you, man, you're gonna scare some fans with that cough, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about the cough in a minute, but um, yeah, it's just like it was just like beat man to man. So I was like, beat man to man, okay. I'm gonna run across this field as many times as you want me to, because you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna just run, and Josh was just diving him, throwing him, throwing him. And I heard, I heard, uh, I heard in the in the um, what do you call it? The TV copy, the TV copy. The <clears throat> the broadcasters were like. Yeah, Josh Allen said he believed in him, he trusted him, but we didn't believe him. <laughs> they didn't believe Josh trusted me that much. <laughs> he was like, they didn't believe Josh trusted me that much. And to be honest, I had no idea. Like, he, I mean, they tell me they trust me, believe me. I, I mean, you can tell anybody that, you know, but you never know until it really happens, you know? How so, much is he really throwing you the ball? I mean, you're running the scout team all the time, right? Like, do you even have the opportunity to yeah, catch me, many passes from Josh? Me and Josh, we, I, I, I was – I was, I wasn't saving this, but like this is a great opportunity. Me and I was gonna say, me and Josh already had chemistry from 2018, so we already know how this works. <laughs> it's just like go play ball, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of like my insider. You know what I'm saying like me and Josh have been having chemistry since 2018. Like he needs to build chemistry with Diggs and all of them, not me, because me and him are already on the same page. How so? <laughs> like how how does that last three years? You know, back to the yeah. I mean. I, it's kind of an insider, like we probably, I mean, we got chemistry, but kind of don't because like, I'm not always in, but it's kind of like, we've been around each other for so long. It's like, we just got chemistry, you know? It's just, it, I'd say it's an inside joke, but but it did look like we had a lot of chemistry that day. I mean, Sunday, so it was just like, yeah. it just worked, you know? It just seemed too like, I mean, not to get all wonky X's and O's here, but like last season, it seemed like a lot of defenses were playing man to man on, on you guys. And I, I, I can just picture digs and, 
you know, John Brown and all these receivers running those deep crossers, leaving guys in the dust. And Josh is just like throwing into a space, you know, he's accurate and he has a big arm and he's getting it there. And this season, it seems like there's been more zone teams are trying to sit back and confuse him a little bit. And then in, in walk, in walks Isaiah McKenzie against, by the way, the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick, who knows you have to play zone, right. And knows you have to try to confuse the quarterback and disguise coverages, but he just kind of went man to man on you. Was, I mean, do you think Bill Belichick was almost kind of disrespecting you by putting who was it, Miles Bryant, one on one, man to man, on you most um, of this game? The, the, listen, I mean, he's I mean, he's a defensive, like he's a defensive coach. He's a he mastermind at it, you know. Like he he always has his plans, you know. Like you said, he's one of the greatest coaches, you know, probably of all time. One of them. And the thing is, it's just like, um, they always, they've always played, man. They got a good D-line. They got a good linebackers. They always have good DBs. It's just like, they they always feel like, you know what I'm saying, they, they have the better defense than other teams have better offenses. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think just because I was in there that he was going to change the way he, it's the way he called the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when Bees is in there, he plays the same way. And when I, because I went back and watched the film and like, 41 was uh Brian was on B's man to man. You know what I'm saying? That, like, like that at the end of the game, they ran Blitz Zero the first time we played him. At the end of the game, when Josh uh when, when 41 he he knocked the ball down at the end of the game to end the game. It was on man to man on mm. it was like so I watched that film and it, it's just like he ain't he didn't change what he was doing. Like, it was just like, hey, this is how I call my defense. I don't care if Isaiah's in there, Diggs is in there, that's just that's that's him. And don't get me wrong, it, he's been doing it for years and it's it's been working. So I, I just, I don't think he was trying to disrespect me. He was just playing his yeah. game. Yeah, I guess I just assumed that he was going to have like this, you know, masterpiece of a game plan with all these different coverages and disguise different things. And I'm picturing him like over the offseason allotting like a month to defend Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. But maybe, I don't know, maybe football's not that complicated. Maybe he's just going to kind of do his thing and, and you guys are going to do your thing. The best man win. Is, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, that, it, the big plays, I mean, I, I'm thinking back when it was 2014, you had the quick out on the on the third and two, and then the next snap was the 28-yarder, right, when Allen's rolling left. Might have been like the first play of the fourth quarter. Um, I don't know. Is there a play that stands out to you like out of the 11 catches? Which one, uh, <laughs> uh are you still kind of most proud of? You think they could detail for us? Hello, oh, can you hear me? I'll give you now. It froze a little bit. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. I don't know. I feel like all the press, all the catches were you know pretty good. I mean, I just was on fire, but I would say, <laughs> I would say, um. The one when I jumped up and the 50-50 ball, Josh threw. The thing is, it was cool because I was like, Josh, like, uh, I don't, I don't want to mess up his last name. Is it Duggar? Or Kyle Duggar? Duggar, Duggar, Duggar. He was, um, under, like, he was under me and I caught it. It was a 50-50 yeah. ball. Josh, it's a funny thing, funny story. Well, not even a funny story. Like, a funny little uh, thing was Josh one day, right, where Josh, me and Josh, we, we always get around. And it was one, I think it was one time where it was a, a, a 50-50 ball and Josh was like, like, 
why would I throw you a 50 50 ball? You're short. And in the game, he threw me the ball. I was like, oh, wow. He threw, <laughs> he threw the 50 50 ball. And, you know, so obviously, I had to make him look good, you know. But um, that's the one you, you don't see that out of small receivers. And that's maybe a reason that you haven't been out there, your, your size. And, and here you are <laughs> making contested catches, you know, in traffic. And he's and he trusts you. I mean, Josh Allen, like 2018 was a long time ago. That that still takes you know some balls to throw it to a guy that really hasn't been out there and to know he's gonna be there and know he's gonna catch it. Yeah, I just felt like in his mind, it was just like, listen, at this point, I'm gonna just let it fly, you know, and whatever happens, whatever happens. And I think that's where he was at with it because you know what I'm saying going into that game, he was just like, Hey, whatever it takes to win, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? If it takes 30 check downs and throwing it. If somebody's on fire, I'm feeding them. I just felt like that's where he was at that point. And he was how much were oh, I'm sorry, Isaiah didn't mean to cut you Go off ahead. there. I mean, how um how much were guys just pissed off from the first Patriots game? You know, that was a pretty emotional loss. Um, your head coach seemed uh pretty worked up in the press conference, and some of the players were were pretty pretty worked up in, in their press conference. It was it was tough. I mean, they just kind of ran the ball at, at will and won and everybody just assumed, well, I guess not everybody. I'm sure you guys didn't, but generally people are like, oh, I guess the Patriots are still the Patriots and maybe they own the bills for another two decades. Like it internally. I mean, what was the mood of the team then? And does this win kind of bring, bring that swagger back? And, and what's the mood now? Um, I feel like the mood's the same. I, I feel like it's just, I don't know, like these past few weeks, well, after that Patriots game, these past few weeks have been like, let's just, let's just get it done. No matter how it gets done, let's just get it done. Let's get a win. Whether it's running the ball, throwing the ball, playing great defense, or even the special teams, like just, let's just win. Yeah, it's not a lot. And I feel like that's where we're headed. Like, there's not a lot to it. Let's just do it. You know what I'm saying? And if all else, if everything's, if things are hitting the fan, just hit the fan at 100%. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing, just hit the fan at 100%. No matter what happens, just get it done. And I feel like that first loss kind of put them in like, you know what I'm saying? Because the defense was kind of, they were, they were, they were upset. Like, you know, they ran the ball, like you said, at will. And that's kind of like, that's basically mano y mano. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gonna run the ball when you know we're running the ball and still beat y'all. That's what you know. It's kind of like a disrespect thing. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how the defense signal like, yo, they disrespected us. You know, coming to our house, running the ball like they did, and they came out with the win. You know, so like, I mean, of course the defense gonna feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? If I was a defensive guy, I would have felt some type of way. I mean, I felt some type of way just losing the game because, I mean, I'm part of the team, so I know they felt. You know what I'm saying? They were hot, but after that game, we knew it was like, okay, whether and everything, you know what I'm saying? We can't do everything <coughs> we <coughs> we want to do. Like throw the ball, you know what I'm saying? Flashy plays and all that, which is cool, you know what I'm saying? We we know our run game is not where it needs to be, but, you know, we're going to try to, you, you try, you know, we tried what we had. We were in the red zone, what, four, three, four times? Yeah. And couldn't get it done, you know what I'm saying? Field goals were kind of hard to make. It was just, it wasn't our day, you know? But we knew. When this next game came, no matter what, we was going to go out there and throw that ball, whatever would need to be done to win the game. So that's where we're at at that point. And then now we're just 
trying to keep the train rolling with the same mentality. Yeah. I mean, it's everything's still in front of you guys. It's you personally, do you feel like the coaches trust Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> like just, what's, what happened next? What happens next for you and your role with this team? To be honest, I have no idea. I can, I couldn't even put a finger on it. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna just go to work tomorrow and wherever I'm at, that's where I'm at. You know, wherever opportunities I get, just gotta take advantage of them. And I feel like that's how it's been going with everything. You know what I'm saying? These past few years, just been, with live football, it's just like, hey, whatever opportunity I get, I'm gonna just take it and whatever I do with it, it's on me, you know? So that that perspective, I mean, it's kind of everything we've been talking about, you know, show to show, right? It's the, uh, I mean, you, you got you talk about dodging a a bullet and seeing a dead body at your doorstep, and you know, scratching and clawing to to get to college with the SAT stuff, and fighting for a role at Georgia, and getting to Denver and fumbling and team giving up on you, getting to Buffalo. It's I, I know part of me thinks, okay, yeah, like you're, you know, real perspective, real life and death, you know, this is still football, but then, then you think, well, still look, this is your livelihood. And there, there was a moment there where it seemed like you could just, you could be on the chopping block. You could be let go. So um, yeah, I don't know. Like it does, does your life perspective help or is it still pretty hard to kind of go through what you did this past month? No, it's not. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it's still pretty hard. It's just like, yeah, like I always say, like it is what it is, you know. Like, who knows what happened next week? Maybe I what next week probably get maybe seven to ten plays, and I'd be like, all right, well, what can I do about it? You know what I'm saying, and it's kind of hard because a lot of people say, you know, I, you hear coaches all the time, control what you can control, but it's just like I'm controlling what I can control, but at some point, what you're controlling something that's holding me back. You know, right? And you're controlling me to a to a to a certain like to a sort of certain points. It's like, come on, bro. Like, like I'm just, I don't know. It's just like you have the control because you like you control me because you know you have the control now. And it's just like, uh, I mean, but what can I do? You know, like I'm not. But you're showing it in practice when you're pretending to be Tyreek <laughs> yeah. Hill and all these other guys. I mean, it's there i don't think you're just yeah. dropping all these passes in practice probably right no it's just i don't know like like i said you only control what you yeah. can control it's, just, <laughs> it's, not, it's so cliche it's, it's kind of like so common to say that yeah it's come on like, isaiah There's, the, the whole point of this is to get away from the cliches we want to get away <laughs> from that bs yeah for other people coaches to me is like control. And I get it. And like I said, it's only so much you can control at a certain point. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's every, I feel like yeah. I'm not the only one that's go through, going through this situation. Now, I'm probably one of the few that can handle the situation. That's the, you know, that's the difference between, you know what I'm saying? Like getting out of a dark place and staying in one. It's just like how you, like how long you're willing to stay in that dark place, you know? So that's how that's how I look at it. Like I don't, like I got benched. I get it. I was in the dark place, you know, during the weeks. You know what I'm saying? Even, even 
before the, this game, you know, so I was still like you know, thinking about everything that could come with this, you know what I'm saying, the opportunities I may get, may not get. You know, I was just, it's, I feel like it's never ended. Yeah. So, I mean. Right. It's just, you're going to get into that dark place, but you don't want to just stay there too long. You don't want to be tossing and turning up all night, yeah. every night. Like you did, that was just a few nights you get out of it. Uh, yeah. And then Christmas Eve, real quick. I mean, um, great story. Tim Graham at the Athletic, my buddy Tim. He, he wrote it. Like, and you mentioned it earlier. You just put out there, like you're hungry, right? You wanted to wanted to go somewhere. I was. Yeah. I was actually taking. I took my dog some food at boarding, and then I was in the area, so I went to the Forty Thieves because they like like good burgers. Because I've been there like probably two or three times for food, and they were closed. So I'm driving, and I'm like, man, like. There's nothing in West Seneca, like besides Wendy's and McDonald's, and I ain't want that. But I knew people would come together on Christmas Eve and like have food and hang out with their families, whatever. And I was just gonna stop by and get a plate. You know, I was just gonna stop somewhere, like, hey, let me get a plate. What not? But um, um the Tim, Tim, the Tim family, Tim's family, uh, the owner's house, his son had sent me the address, said, hey, we got food. Around. So I pop right on over there, you know, and <clears throat> I'm over there. I walk in the door, everybody like everybody's clapping, and I, I was like, I I need all that, you know. I just, you know. but I stayed for a couple hours actually, and it was pretty cool to just hang out with them. And it wasn't a lot of football talk. They was asking me questions. It was cool. Like I felt, I felt normal. Like you know what I'm saying. So I mean, I am normal. I'm a human, but like, to, them, to them, I'm probably like. You know, some some type of celebrity or Bills player, you know what I'm saying? But I, I mean, I just like being on. You know, so, so like that was normal yeah. to me. You know, so you hung out for a couple hours. Like, what what are you guys just just catching up, talking life? <laughs> Not much football, you said. Talk life. I'm pretty sure they. I felt like the energy was good in the room, but I felt like they didn't want to overwhelm me with questions and yeah, really, yeah. It, like I, I don't think they wanted to make me uncomfortable that I wanted to leave or something. So they, they kind of here and there asked me questions, kind of like you know what I'm saying, some quiet times, like like not trying to crowd me too much. So it was really cool. But I mean, I never get I never get uncomfortable. So they they didn't know that they didn't know they they don't know me. So they just like trying to be conservative. That's the word conservative. But it was pretty yeah. cool. We talked. You know what I'm saying I watched the kids open gifts. Um, yeah, it was cool. That's Buffalo. I mean, isn't it? I mean, that's Western New York. Just need, need a spot to eat. Come on in. Here's our, here's a plate for you. <laughs> and it's, and it's two days before the biggest game of your life. And then, so the next day is Christmas. So you're traveling on out and you're just spending Christmas day, like in a hotel somewhere out there yeah. in Providence, you said. Yeah. In Providence, we were just in a hotel, just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> a couple FaceTimes. Merry Christmas it is, and that's about it. You know, I ain't really. Yeah. That's. I don't think they should have. I don't know. Seems weird. Football games on Christmas Day and the day after Christmas. I mean, hey, you'd probably miss your family back home. But I don't know. Well, let, let guys be with their families. Oh, you shouldn't. I'm so. I, yeah. I miss. I miss Christmas and New Year's. I'm probably the last what, five, six years. I miss Christmas. Even though Thanksgiving too. Yeah, Thanksgiving too. Man. Yeah. 
Well, it was uh, it was probably worth it this year with uh, the, that performance, and I guess we'll see what happens. So Cole Beasley's coming back. I mean, we would think. I don't yeah, know yeah, if you want to break any news I here. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going on. To be honest, I I think they uh, changed the protocol to like the quarantine from ten days to five days now, and <clears throat> um, right for the vaccinated. But. Yeah. No, not for the vaccine. For like quarantine, just quarantine in general. Oh, quarantine. I got you. So instead of 10 days, it's five days. And I think the NFL and CDC have worked something. I don't know. So they may be back sooner than that. So they might, I I think, yeah, I think they may be back sooner than that. I don't, I don't know exactly when they come back, but Bees was like, isn't it 10 days? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure the league kind of just makes up rules as it goes, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I'm happy to get the guys back. I'm saying, even though we're gonna have Zoom meetings, we can't be around each other, but it's pretty cool to have them around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's the big question now. Like Isaiah McKenzie in this offense, does it does it stick? Does it not stick? What happens? No. You you would think you know that kind of game would uh, preserve a role, but man. <laughs> We got to uh, we got to talk about Georgia, right? We got to get this in. I kind of forgot about the college football playoff. You reminded me today. Uh, the Bulldogs. I mean, I I think everybody kind of saw Alabama beat up on your Bulldogs and figured, all right, they're done. So let's convince us otherwise here, Isaiah. Oh, um, to be honest, I hope I hope. Makes a national championship and see them again, but got Michigan this week in the Orange Bowl in Miami. So, I mean, it should be a good game. That's right. It should be a good game. I'm not, I'm not too sold on Michigan. I don't know much about Michigan, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. But who knows? You never know. It's playoffs. We'll see if Michigan's a good team, though. I don't really have much to say about them. It's too bad it's not. Um... Not Notre Dame. It could have been the Isaiah Bowl. You know, it could have been oh. <laughs> bur- bur- breaking down no sex gate or whatever we want to call that. <laughs> Notre Dame. Oh, man. Who's Cincinnati? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that probably won't be much of a game. But yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, George's like defense was unbelievable most of the season. Yeah. I just feel like Cincinnati is just happy to be there. Like, once they see Alabama, they're gonna be like, "Well, we can't stop." Yeah, but Georgia kind of recruit. Tough. I feel like it's gonna be the best game for these these two playoff games. No doubt. Do you do you look around the NFL much? Are you watching many other games? I mean, the A, the AFC is so you know clustered, and I feel like it changes. Week to week, I mean, one minute you guys are in the hunt. Now it's like you've got a chance to host some playoff games here. Uh, um, do you get yeah, caught I, up watching other teams, other games, other scenarios? Nah, to be honest, that can playoff stuff confusing. It's confusing as hell. Like when it comes to <laughs> the seeds and the losses and wins, and it's like, all right, this is sorry, it's confusing. So now, nah, I, I mean, I watch for performances, but I don't watch to see where we step. I see, but I do see the Dolphins creeping up there. Dolphins are doing pretty good. They are. You guys had their number. I mean, this is a big one, Atlanta. Um, 
I think a lot of fans probably are chalking it up as an automatic win, but they've got a lot to play for in the over in the sure. NFC. So yeah. they're right in the thick of it. I don't know if you know anybody over on, on, on that side of things. Um, but what are your thoughts on the Falcons going into this one? Um, I haven't, we haven't really watched them yet because oh, okay. we have to do Monday and Tuesday off. So we're, probably, we're going to watch them more. Um, probably study the film tonight, watch the game plan, look at the game plan tonight, and then go meet us tomorrow. So, yeah, we're going to look into it. You know what I'm saying? They got a pretty, I mean, they got Cordell Patterson, Cal Pitts. You know what I'm saying? They got, I don't know if Cal, Cal really is out still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the defense. The defense is solid. I mean, I haven't looked at him yet, but when I look at him, I have some more information. Yeah, and it's it's. I think I'd read like you, and you talked about this a little bit too. You you were really watching the film hard into this last game, weren't you? I mean, even even that day before, were you kind of breaking it down from your yeah? From I your watched room? It, watched it from the first. I watched the first game when uh, we played Patriots, and I just watched how they play. You know, where they playing a lot of zone, a lot of man, and I mean, they're playing a little bit of both, but when things got interesting, it was just like, okay, you're going to go man-to-man. You're going to go yeah. blitz zero and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But because <clears throat> we, we couldn't do much. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't throw the ball like we wanted to. So, um, so yeah. But I watched all that film, and I just watched Bees the whole time. I watched Bees. Yeah. I watched 41. I watched uh, um, you know, 23. And I just watched, you know, how they guarded Bees and, you know what I'm saying? When they did play zone, you know, how they played it, things like that. So you got to help me out for this game, this past game. What, what did you pick up on then that you could say? Like, what, 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 were, what were those little tells? What were those little little tricks of the trade that um, ended up paying off? The thing is, I didn't know, like, because <clears throat> I would say everybody's on the <clears throat> I would say everybody on the defense is fast. You know what I'm saying? You got J.C. Jackson, McCordy at the top. Yeah, Mills, and so I'm. I was just like I was just assume like they got just a fast defense, you know. They know where to be. You know what I'm saying when it's zone and it's man to man, they play, you know, tough man to man. So it was kind of like when I watched 41, and I watched them with Bees. I was Bees a lot of, ran a lot of underneath routes, you know, juke routes, you know, option routes, things like that. So I was wondering. I was thinking. I was like, can he run? So in my mind, I was like, can he run? You know what I'm saying because based off the game plan we had, it was just like, like okay play man to man so we gonna kind of you know try to run away and I was wondering can he run it's funny because in pregame I was catching the ball uh with Mark and we were just catching the ball and I see for uh 41 he was over there he was he was warming up he was on like sprints and all that and I was like look pretty fast you know what I'm saying look pretty fast and I was like okay well because he's guarding me so I was just watching him pregame just watching him because I didn't get to play him the first time, so I didn't know what he was really like. I mean, besides on film, and yeah, so I mean, he's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong; he's none of the players are bad. But I mean, no player in the NFL is a bad player. It's just you know what I'm saying. I just I don't know. I just felt like we had good game plan, good game plan, and just like it was I basically. I feel like it was just my time. It's just like. Time the answer to that question was was probably no. He, he can't run, at least with with you. And <laughs> um, I, the thing is, a lot of dudes can't run with me. This is the thing. Yeah. And I knew that, and I in my head, I'm like, I know I'm faster than most. You know what I'm saying, but I don't want to. 
I don't want to sit there and be confident and cocky to me or like, hey, um, I'm faster than him. Like, no, like, I get it. I understand it. Like, I know I'm faster. It's just like Tyreek Hill. I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill, if he could, he'd be like, yo, he's, he's no way in, in the world anybody can get in front of me and guard me. Yeah. He's just too fast. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you know what I'm saying? Hey, maybe a maybe the secret weapon. You know, we we wrote that last year, right ahead of the AFC Championship game, declaring you the the secret weapon in this off. Maybe it just took another year. Secret <laughs> weapon is here. Just just yeah. took another three hundred sixty or so days, and you're here to to help with the Super Bowl run because we saw it. <laughs> yeah, Stephon Diggs made some new friends. You know, in the front row there after his touchdown, which was nice, yeah. right? <laughs> he's a nut. He's a nut. He's a crazy guy. I love him though, man. He's he's awesome. You, know you need like somebody like that in your room. Yeah. And to be honest, he was the reason I, I when I went into that game, because the thing is you go we go into that game, obviously we're playing Patriots, second best defense in the league. And it's like it's Bill Belichick, he knows what he's doing. He's gonna call it right, he's gonna call it right, you know, right plays. He got the he got the players to do it. And I'm going to that game like, okay, I'm playing alongside Diggs and E. They both have a resume. I cannot be the weak link in this game. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I cannot, because I know Diggs going to go out there and perform. E's going to go out there and perform. I cannot be in the weak link in this game. And I made a joke to Diggs uh, um, today. I was like, hey, listen. I said, every time me and you play a full game together, I'm always the number one guy. I mean, it's only two games. It was the Dolphins game in this game. And I was like, I'm always the number one guy. And he was like, yeah, because you always have the number three guy on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was a good comeback. That was a good comeback. So, but yeah, I was joking with him. He's happier, though. I mean, since we were doing the show last, the Jacksonville game, the Indy game, he was pretty upset. You're, you know, yeah. you're out there I, kind I of babysitting like, him. I feel like everybody's at the point. I mean, he's bought in. Like, everybody's at the point where – no matter what happens, we just let's just win. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's, yeah. let's win. And I mean, I feel like it's it's better that way because like look at him. He had what he has seven, eight catches for 89 yards. And I'm like, I had no idea he had that. He almost had a hundred. We both almost and you saw the it with the crowd, right? You, you, you shut Yeah, up. I see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he said that. And then I walked past him and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, all right, I gotta go. <laughs> Did you hear him say it out there? I heard, I heard him say it because I, I I tapped him on his helmet, I grabbed his back of his jersey, like pat him on the head, and he's like, and I was like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the TV broadcast, it was like the whole Ural Yanny thing with, you know, people. Some people heard different things where some people yeah, heard, I, shut I, the I f up, it. and some people heard, you know, yeah, that's yeah. my f and d. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> you can really trick your brain into thinking one or the other there. Yes. I thought I heard that too when I saw the TV copy. I'm like, whoa, see that? <laughs> well, you know, maybe next time, I guess. You know, if you see him in the playoffs, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got some questions here before we uh, sign off. Isaiah, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's start here with. Oh, man. Our good friend, Brian. He's a good man. Bree, good to see you. Your uh, your black go-long hoodie 
will will soon will soon arrive i hope so thank you very much for subscribing everybody follow Bree. he's hilarious he asked you this isaiah what are your top five rap albums of 2021 he did supply his list as well uh, i don't have a top five rap album I don't do you have uh, what, like favorite that's right because we you're all over the place any like what music are you into right now outside of sam smith um i don't know i'm into a lot of music i just listen to whatever so it's, it's kind of hard because i don't listen to albums i listen to singles i listen to songs like I listen to one song, probably two songs from one album or whatever. But like, I, I don't listen to just one person. So it's kind of hard. Like it's whatever I like. So that's that's a hard question to be honest. I have no idea. Did you end up looking up Jim Croce when we no, uh, you I did? Totally Once not. I told I forgot. I forgot about a lot of things that I need to be doing. <laughs> Got a lot in your plate. That that should probably be pretty low on the priority list, I guess. <laughs> Uh, at Adam Ritter, he asked, I'm sorry, at the Adam Ritter, what is your favorite moment as a bill? Um, favorite moment as a bill, favorite moment as a bill, moment, 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 moment. I have a lot of good moments. I mean, this um, would be right up there, right? This is the whole country's kind of watching. Um, you got to have this game. The ball's coming to you a lot. Yeah. I don't know. You're just, almost let go, I would I think. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of moments, to be honest. I have a lot of moments in Buffalo that I really enjoy. Um, I should be honest. That's, that's another hard question. That's like a generic. Both of those questions are generic. <clears throat> so that was, those are kind of tough. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. All right, well, KGB's asking uh, about your restaurant. How's that restaurant doing in Miami? It's doing pretty good. No, well, I'm saying that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you kind of answered Kristen's question already. A rundown of the stranger, stranger danger dinner, she called it. Um, oh. we, we got into that. It was a success. Drew Jenko. Another great go long subscriber. He asked Lion King or Toy Story? Lion King. Good call. We'll say, you know, we just watched all the Toy Stories a year ago. That third one will bring a tear to your eye, Isaiah. There's a, there's some emotion in there. There really is. I haven't seen Toy Story. I only see the first one. That was about it. I haven't seen all of them. They get better. I feel like they get better as they go. I mean, those Pixars, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like sequels are never. I feel like sequels are never better. I think those ones are. I don't know. Well, the original's great, but it stays consistently, you know, they tug at the emotional heartstrings. It's have got some adult one. humor sprinkled in there. Well, you got to have kids first, right? So maybe one day when there's little Isaiah's running around, you guys can all watch the Toy Stories together. I can't watch it by myself. I mean, I can't watch it. I mean, you could. You could. I kids? Yeah, you could. <laughs> No, no, there's no little Isaiah's plan. I'm guessing you don't want to break any news down. It that. is, but I don't know. Maybe I'm sure. I guess we've been down that road already. No, I don't know. You're, you're just you're just you're just babysitting everybody. Yeah, just babysitting. Um, Clover in Texas asks, "What motivated you 
from the time McDermott made you inactive to have a light top performance. I don't know. I feel like we kind of got into that, right? <laughs> uh, what motivated me to have a light top performance? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's hard, like that's hard questions because like like nothing really motivated me to do that. It's a it's my job. I gotta do that. Like I didn't know I was gonna do like that and more, but it's kind of like my job, like to help the team win. So that's what I did. Did you have this is from MC? Did you have the wind knocked out of you when you landed on the ball? Yeah, how did that feel? Yes, so that's why I have this cough. So, this is why I have the cough because when I that's the cough. Oh, so when because I I wasn't coughing, I wasn't coughing at all like the the whole weekend, I wasn't, I was fine. As soon as I landed on that ball. Like my chest was hurting, like I like some of my sternum, I don't know what like sternum and all that stuff. So the ball, I was underneath the ball and I went to boom and like I couldn't breathe. And then my chest started hurting. So the next morning, like I would my my it was like I was sore up here, like sore. And like I catch myself like choking sometimes, like I'm trying to, I don't know. And like in my I don't know, I and I've just been coughing ever since. So I'm like, uh, you don't know what's going on. There's, no. You might want to get that checked out. But yeah, I was going to get a scan, and then the next morning I was a little sore. But I was like, man, that doesn't. Yeah. I started coughing. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know, at this point, maybe maybe you just don't get it checked, right? You're getting the ball. You're playing. Let's just we'll just let that little sternum, whatever. We'll just kind of let that slide. And there you go. Yeah, I'm not going back over there to check it out. I'm gonna just let it run. You feel okay though? Like it's not like you got a, a broken sternum here. Like you can you can breathe. No. Your body can function. Yeah, that's good. Well, if you if you can breathe, you can play, Isaiah. So I think you're good. Right about that. I think that's it. I think we're good. Well, wait a minute. Somebody wants to know what you had for breakfast. Sh- Shan asks what you had for breakfast Sunday before you played the Patriots. I actually ate two bananas. That's about it. Two bananas. No breakfast. So I ate two bananas before the game. Uh, I ate oranges, oranges at halftime. So I didn't, I didn't eat breakfast that morning. Well, it's good they got those bananas in now. Because isn't there like, I could be wrong. I, I felt like I read an article this week that like wherever bananas are mass, like grown and produced and whatnot, there's like a fungus in them. Maybe somebody listening can fill me in, but yeah, I feel like we, we might not be eating bananas much longer. So get, get your bananas now. It's going to be like, you know, paper towels at the start of COVID. Everybody's just going to be loading up on bananas. And but. Listen, I have, listen, at this point, I just, whatever happens, happens, you know? It's, it's the only way you can live. It's the only way you can live. Well, it's got to be a pretty awesome time for, for Isaiah Mc, You got Randy Moss talking about you on the broadcast. <laughs> Your phone's blowing up. I can't imagine. Who, people are probably coming out of the woodworks left and right. Right? You got you, you, you hear from everybody at this point. Yeah, you hear from a different type of people, like different all type of people. Um, yeah, I haven't even answered any most of them. Hundreds. Yeah, yeah, hundreds of thousands. Thousands? <laughs> probably thousands. Maybe thousands. 
But, random, you know, that, that ex-girlfriend back in the day that blew you off, all of a sudden it's, hey, Isaiah, how you doing? No, no, she, she, she wouldn't do that. No way. Not even. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no way. But, yeah, no. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> what can you do? Well, Isaiah, it was fun. Thanks for doing this. It's great to see you again, hear you again. It's been too long. A lot's changed. I'm sorry you have to look at this big old lesion on my face. That's all that's really happened here, I guess. I don't know. I got, you know, kind of like your lung, your your uh, chest situation. I, sh I should probably get this checked out. Um, we'll, we'll get to the at bottom of point, it. At this point, when you go to the doctor, that might be COVID. A new strain. Everything's COVID. Well, I mean, with this, though, it's kind of like, you know, I'm married. You know, it's I, in terms of, you know, physical appearance. Yeah. You know, you're matter. not, you, you stop really worrying about you know how you look in general yeah. so i think I do just... that i'm not even married I'm not even, I don't even have yeah but you're in the nfl <laughs> you got that you got that going for you i mean yeah i guess but i still some, <laughs> most of the time like a bum. but you know sweatpants i, I if there's the, the best thing that probably came out of covid is like the normalization of just wearing sweats all the time i feel like i wear a hoodie and sweatpants all the time so you know not not the worst thing all right, well, you should probably get back to Poppy. He's probably around there somewhere, huh? Missing yeah, he's you? In, he's in sleep in his new cage, so he's locked up. That's right. Yeah, you upgraded him. I, I like it. I got Actually, I got an interview in three minutes. All right, well, hey, we'll sign off here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. GoLongTD.com for all episodes. Apple, Spotify. We've got the Isaiah podcast feed, and it's also on the GoLong podcast feed and on YouTube, so can kind of catch us all over the place isaiah congrats on a career game and uh i i think we're gonna see you again sunday cool. maybe maybe not i guess we'll find out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>